0: You know, Kate, I love salads and uh, steaks and food and uh, you cupcakes. Love food. I love all, all the food. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was a, a guest judge on Cupcake Wars. I believe you. Know you. That? Well, yeah, that no. makes sense. I really enjoy uh, all that kind of stuff. And I love to cook, but you know what I hate doing? Grocery shopping. It drives me completely insane. Ugh,
1: I hate grocery shopping too. I mean, the lines are always long, there's never a convenient time to go. That's why I started using Plated.com.
0: Yeah, no, you know what? Uh, you told me about this last week, and I started using it too. It is really incredible. Plated.com. Plated is for busy people who love to cook but have zero time for shopping. It is absolutely phenomenal. Just go to plated.com slash date and choose from amazing chef-inspired recipes with new selections every week that can fit anybody's taste.
1: Yeah, and you know how crazy I am about healthy food. And what I love about plated.com is everything is so super fresh. I feel like it's more fresh than when I go to the grocery store. Like, they pull it out of the ground and deliver it to your house. That's exactly what
0: they do. That's literally what they do. They have their own place. They they have their own strawberries. I don't know what they're doing, but it's absolutely incredible.
1: (laughs) Right? And I love how it comes in that refrigerator refrigerated box so it can sit outside all day like I'm never home to receive it and when I come home it's it's still fresh it's perfect plus all the guys that I've been talking to they actually think that I'm a good cook
0: yeah, well, you are a good cook. Well, you now. Made, you made a hell of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I'll well, tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> it was delicious. Yeah, but
1: thanks to Plated, now I make things that make me seem like a chef. Like the other night, I got the squash ricotta and sage tartine with apple salad.
0: Wow. And what? I acted,
1: yeah, I acted like I just pulled this out of Grandma's recipe book. The guy was like amazed.
0: Oh, my God. Kate's going to get married because of Plated.com. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, go to Plated.com slash date, prepare chef quality meals in 30 minutes or less. It's that easy. Okay. Hurry over to plated.com slash date now and you can get a free dinner for two with your first purchase.
1: Yes. Free dinner for two. Who doesn't love free food and you yeah. can get it now. Plated.com slash date. That's plated.com slash date.
0: Plated.com slash date.
1: I've been going crazy cause I want you baby. But sue
0: don't sue, get out, get out, get out, get out. Hey! What's going on? Welcome to Date Fails.
1: <laughs> we're here. We're here at the Hollywood Improv, at the new studio inside the Hollywood Improv. It's this is absolutely gorgeous. absolutely gorgeous. It's stunning. Uh,
0: guys, uh, Date Fails, as always, hosted by...
1: Kate Quigley, that's me. Hi.
0: And Stephen Kramer (laughs) Glickman. We are here. We're at the Hollywood Improv. It is absolutely gorgeous. This is the coolest location I've ever been. Like, it's so neat.
1: It's like a mansion in here. You know what it looks like in this room? If you ever get a chance to come upstairs to Hollywood Improv and see the new recording studio, it looks like the mansion in the game Clue. That's what it reminds me of. Wow. Doesn't it totally look like the Clue mansion? Like, everything is very... Like leathery and dark, and there's like brick walls with like stuff peeling. This is a room that Dane I wanna...
0: Cook did it with the hammer <laughs> on the main stage.
1: <laughs> Don't you kind of? It's romantic up here. I feel it like is. comics are going to be making love up here.
0: Yeah, this is a this is a sexual room. You can tell it's there are there are leather bound books. I wonder there's... how many
1: people have already hooked up. In this room,
0: I don't know, Kate. But Since they built it, because sure, I know I I'm have. I'm sure. You, have you already? No, I'm just oh my kidding. God, you totally should. Though I'm
1: going to. I'm this planning is, on it. This is
0: like a good, sexy room, Maybe. and the bar is here. The original bar. That
1: bar is dope. Did you sign it?
0: I signed it. I signed
1: it too. They let all these comics sign this bar. The old bar. It was like the original bar downstairs at the Improv, and now it's upstairs, and it's all varnished and glazed over. It looks amazing.
0: I love it, yeah. I, Kate. I had a thing happen uh, a, a couple nights ago. I just wanted to tell you because I think it's really fun. Well, what happened? Uh, so I got to hang out with a girl who, um, Ooh, that's who the is first. a whoa, a, a friend. <laughs> she's just a friend, right. of course. You know, I have a of course. girlfriend, but yes, I hung out with this girl who is a friend. But uh, you know, like she's somebody that, like, if I would like, like twenty, like fifteen years ago, uh-huh. this would have been like my kind of girl to try to go out with. Why? Because she just looks like the type of girl I would have gone out oh, with like, okay. fifteen years okay. ago. Like, a lot of tattoos and face piercings and things like Hot. this, right? Yeah. yeah. So we're hanging, we're hanging out, and the longer we're hanging out, the more I'm like, oh my god what i was what i was into 15 years ago is a literal nightmare like <laughs> what, what she's, was she doing she's like she's like yeah well that time where i got out of prison for like selling meth and you're like no oh way. god i made the worst no no wonder i became a comedian like yeah, right. i have the yeah. worst fucking i made the worst choices
1: i think that's a prerequisite to being a comedian you have to make horrible life decisions Absolutely. for a long time and then Absolutely. you talk about it yeah. that's it yeah
0: and so- then like na- then you get older and you can actually like see what you would like the mistakes you would have made like like this is not not to talk or anything but, no. but this did uh, this is a podcast uh, right. what what happened <laughs> i
1: don't know if you know but this is actually an audio form of entertainment <laughs> yes <laughs>
0: This happened too is uh, a an ex-girlfriend of mine had a baby and uh and that bitch. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but we're talking like an ex-girlfriend from like twenty years ago oh, okay. had a baby. Uh, she's right?
1: allowed to be over you, I guess. Sure, of
0: course. Right. Yeah. And so she posted uh but when we were together, all she did was talk about how I mean, we're talking like fifteen years ago. So she all she did was talk about how she wanted to have a baby someday. Can't wait to have a baby. I wanna have a baby, I wanna have a baby, I wanna have, have a baby, right? And then she posts uh a, a picture of her baby that she finally had yeah holy shit that's the ugliest baby is I've it ever really seen in my ugly life. it was like a little just creature baby that's
1: the worst one it's ugly because you can't what do you say you go, well I don't say anything I just go oh that's great I don't know what to say when the baby's ugly
0: I wrote congratulations with a question mark you did <laughs> <laughs> Kate what's happening You're with like, you like new pet <laughs> What is, is that, <laughs> Oh wow Is that a pug? What oh, is that? Oh it was rough man oh, A baby shouldn't beautiful. have wrinkles right? That's what? not <laughs> A baby shouldn't have A baby shouldn't be oh, balding God. But just you know Have you seen the father? The is the
1: father really ugly?
0: He's horrendous looking Okay well yeah. then
1: what You know it's a
0: bad She tried Yeah but I, that's a bullet I dodged I dodged that I could have had that baby You don't know Maybe your baby with her Would have been beautiful No it would have been ugly Probably
1: yeah Probably no. ugly I yeah, have to tell you. It's gonna be bad. I can tell you about my date fail this week. I have oh this has to take the record as the worst date fail of all time. Oh, please. I, I mean, really. I have been texting with a guy for about a month, and we haven't hung out yet because we've both just been busy. That happens to me kind of a lot, right? Sure. But this is a guy that I hit up on Twitter and I felt so ballsy because I asked him out on Twitter. I sent him a message and I go. I don't know who you are or anything about you, but if you're single, we need to get to know each other. I've never done that before. Thank you.
0: Kate, very ballsy. Thanks.
1: I felt really good about that. So anyway, we went out once and we had a really great time. We met up for drinks. It was a great time. We made out. He's super hot. I'm so into him. But then we didn't go home together. It's the first date. I would have, but he had an early morning. That's fine. So then what happens is date two, if you can call it that. I'm out with some friends, and I'm texting with him, and i um, flirting. I'm a little buzzed, and he's like, why don't you come meet up with me? And I'm like, all right, where are you? And he's like, I'm at this strip club downtown. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm like, well... I'm out with girls. I've never been to a strip club before. I'll bring one of my girlfriends and go. So I grab my girl. We go down to this strip club that is in the seediest neighborhood, downtown L.A. It's literally like all warehouse buildings. And then this shitty strip club. I walk in. My friend is DJing.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: So not only am I at this strip club that's so embarrassing, but I know someone there, which is even more embarrassing.
0: Oh, my God.
1: I show up and there's my guy, super hot. Sitting there with like Six girls And I'm not talking strippers Like six girls that like he invited To the strip club to hang out What? And at first I'm like well maybe Like there were two guys there too so maybe he just invited A bunch of people to try to hook his boys up Whatever but then as the night goes on I realized that I think he's trying to hook up with all of us. Like, I think he's trying to make like an orgy situation happen. Oh,
0: my God. I know.
1: Because when I first walk in, he stands up and he kisses me and he's like real like into me in front of them. So I'm like, oh, cool. Okay. He's like happy I'm here. This is like our date at the strip club. (laughs) But then I start to realize, like, he starts kind of like, he'll give me attention for five minutes, then go to the next girl, then go to the next girl. And the sad thing is, I stayed for like a half an hour. Oh, my God, I know. <laughs> I know. Holy crap. Because here's the problem. When he would circle back around to me and we'd make out a little and I'm so attracted to him. The only way I can explain it is like, you're a guy. Imagine if your whole life you wanted to bang Heidi Klum. Right. Right. And then you meet Heidi Klum and it turns out she's not such a quality person. Like maybe she's a total bitch to you. Like maybe she sucks. Sure. But it's still Heidi Klum right you still kind of would probably want to still bang, bang her. yeah of course yeah, yeah. well on, so i that. i wasn't there yet where i was ready to give up my heidi Klum. this guy is that hot
0: oh my god
1: but then i finally i just i couldn't watch him flirt with all these girls anymore
0: so it's I- like an episode of the bachelor but in <laughs> real life <laughs> That's
1: how i Oh, and I was not like, getting I get roses. Rose I not. got no roses. <laughs> I don't think they shoot
0: The Bachelor at strip clubs downtown. I'm not I'm not positive.
1: How much better would that show be, though? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> if the winner was a stripper, the best stripper. I'm going to give it to Crystal.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I finally just left without saying goodbye, and then I just text him and go, not my scene, have a good night. And then oh he texts God. me back the next day, and he's like, um... He's like, hey, I'm so sorry if you feel like I disrespected you. I'm not usually like that, but I wasn't in my usual environment. And those were just my friends. And I'm a flirty guy. And I was like, yeah, wrong girl. Sorry. And I didn't I didn't text him again un- until the next day when he texted me again. And I was like, he's really hot. I might still hook up with him.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: I'm such a loser. I can't. Here's the thing. I won't date him now. But in my mind, I'm like, can I shift him somehow into like a maybe hook up with once category?
0: I think I think every guy is down to be in that category. I think everybody is fi- Every guy is kind of fine. But he has
1: stripper dick.
0: It means that he fucks a lot of strippers. I
1: mean, I'm assuming, and these were not cute strippers. This strip club was like the bottom of the barrel. Like I don't know, these are the girls that got fired from Hooters ten years ago, oh and now God. they're working. They were not attractive.
0: Oh, that's that's pretty bad.
1: Yeah, so bad. I probably only bang him once.
0: <sighs> What's what strip club was this? This was <laughs> downtown. Kidding. Some. It's club. called
1: Games and Dames. Oh
0: God! Do you know it? Uh, I've heard of it.
1: It's awful. It's like
0: a strip club where you can play video games or pool, and stuff. it's one of those places.
1: I didn't see any of that, but I didn't look around that. It was and the joint. Wh- how are games joint. involved? No, it's a sports bar strip club. Oh, it's a they show games bar. on TV.
0: So is it, can you drink at this yeah. place? So people are getting drunk and then are the girls topless or are they They're, fully nude? You
1: know what? I thought it was only topless, but then I could have sworn I saw a girl that was fully nude. The funny thing about oh, this, the funny thing about this is I brought my friend Carrie, this poor girl, I owe her. She came <laughs> with me like the best wing woman of all time, sat at the strip Whatever you call it, where the strippers are by the poles where they dance. She sat there and tipped the strippers, and she's the only person that was tipping the strippers. So they were all coming and like dancing. So I will never forget the scene. I look over at my friend Carrie.
0: Well, if she's Carrie, you're definitely Samantha. (laughs) All right. And I
1: look over at her. She just leaned back with a huge pile of ones in her hand, and this girl's crotch is right in her face, and she just looked like she wanted to
0: kill herself. Oh, God. So I
1: owe her $35.
0: Yeah, you really do. <laughs> there might be interest on that. You might have to pay a I definitely more. owe her. Oh, God. You and Carrie and... Miranda, how
1: great is my date fail though?
0: <laughs> That's guy, a bad date. And fail, this Kate. guy is
1: like a. This guy owns his own business and like used to have a really great career and has like like if you follow him on Instagram, it's like he really has his shit together.
0: Oh God, well.
1: Anyway, let's introduce our guest. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs>
1: Um, This first girl, oh my God. I'm so excited this girl is here. She's so super, super funny. She's a stand-up comedian. She's also my dating guru, which is why I wanted to have her here. And an actress. the Very, and... Funny and talented Ariel Kazansi, everyone. Hi, you guys. Hey, how's
0: it going?
1: Good. Thanks for having me. You're the best. I'm so glad. She looks amazing, doesn't she? Like rolling. Oh, it's yeah. a podcast, Thanks. and she's like all stunning.
0: Yeah, rolls in looking great. You know,
1: I feel like if I look
2: good on the outside, I'll sound good. You do, and <laughs> it's working. I'll sound more confident. It right. makes it makes a lot. Of yeah, things. full drag makeup. Well,
1: yeah. yeah. No, you don't look full drag. You look just at the
2: most drag. partial. Like, like the first part when you're just starting the makeup process. <laughs>
0: right, right. For sure. Like I'm just
2: shadowing in the cleavage.
0: Are you uh, are you dating a lot these days? Do you have a boyfriend or uh, how's that going?
2: I don't have a boyfriend. I date. I mean, it's hard. I don't think people date anymore. I think it's it's more like you go on the apps and you hook up. Like if you re- like you don't really go on it like there's no courtship like it used to be like a courtship like I used to meet guys and we'd they would take me on dates and ask me for more dates and then eventually it would become a relationship or something would happen and we'd hate each other and never talk again. Right, right, so right like, of right. Course, yeah. yeah, like I just I don't think <laughs> I don't know. I just don't think people date anymore. Although I'll t- like I think breaking up is the hardest part. Well, is. When you're dating someone. Yeah. When you do finally get to that point, when you're finally in a relationship. Like I had a breakup where we were getting really serious. Like I really I loved him. It was great. I mean I didn't really love him. I just loved having sex with him and he had a lot of money. And so <laughs> <laughs>
1: sure. that's love. I, mean, get very I was like, that's I
2: mean, that that that's the makings of a great relationship. And so, but he was crazy. Like he was really manipulative, and he would play mind games, and he was a lawyer, so he knew how to talk me out of things, and I would always try to break like up with your him. your pants, or? Well, that part <laughs> was anal? easy.
1: That part- into anal? <laughs> into, I would talk you into anal. <laughs> That's hilarious. Could you imagine him, like, as a lawyer, like, arguing his case for anal? <laughs> I like, like it. I've got
2: loop, I've got right but, but he he wouldn't let me break up with him and um so at this so he used to where I was living somebody would steal my panties out of the dryer whenever I would do the laundry yeah and I was just like I'm like I'm running out of panties so I would take my clothes to his house and either he would do it or his housekeeper would do it or something I, I didn't do my own laundry. Love it. <laughs>
1: but, I love that. But
2: but he was the manipulative one. Um, so I went, so I was trying to break up with him and he wouldn't let me. And so I decided one day, I was like, I'm going to ambush him. My clothes were at his house and you know, I wanted to get my clothes back so that, you know, I would have underwear for a while. And so I called him and I said, listen, I'm going to come over tonight and pick up my stuff. And the plan was I would come pick up my stuff and he would and and then break up with him and leave and just be like, bye, motherfucker. And so I I show up to so he's like no 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 don't come I'm doing your laundry tonight which she was probably like having sex with somebody else or something don't come yeah. I'm he's doing like don't come tonight laundry? I'm doing your laundry tonight I was like all right so the next night I show up ready for it the second I walk in he takes all my clothes and he throws them in the washer so I'm stuck. He knew what I was trying to do.
0: Oh yeah, he, was he holding knew you were hostage. How many times
2: had you tried to break up with him? Oh before my god. Oh my god! At least fifteen and times. And He kept talking you out of it. He kept talking me that. out of it. Also, I mean, yeah, it was just like I was like, oh, all right, okay, I guess he's not that bad of a guy, you know? He's mildly crazy, but so I was like, all right, I'm stuck here for at least. I'm not going to go with dirty with wet clothes, so I'm going to have to stay in until we go through the dryer cycle. Sure. So. I timed it out, and I was like, "Well, we only have one thing in common, really. I mean, well, except maybe two that we're both crazy, but that we liked having sex with each other. Sure, so much so that we broke my bed at one point. Hot, yeah." Yeah. And so I was like, all right. You Wait, know. was he
0: morbidly obese because No.
2: Oh. No, he was Clickman.
1: fit. He was fit.
0: I'm, just, I'm just trying. I'm just trying I'm just checking. No, well, he because, was because, you know have what if he you know, broke the bed. It's just
1: morbidly obese guys break a lot of beds. They do. they do. I really mean know. I guess
2: they could, yeah. yeah if, they you, if you were morbidly obese. But then would the sex really be that good? No. I wouldn't no. have access to his penis. If you're morbidly obese, you how never do you, know. you have to you have to kind of like right push rolls you know what i mean you gotta yeah, like dive yeah, in the
0: balls are in the way
1: like
2: you gotta wear true. a mining hat you, you gotta, yeah. gotta lift There's that shit
1: up like, like a blanket yeah. get really under do. there gotta,
2: then i would get, work work out, though, that's that's like would get a workout though that's true that'd be good fucking a morbidly obese person yeah i would have the most toned arms in that's the not world that's a bad idea
0: i know a few morbidly obese guys who would be very happy with this conversation
2: he was an athlete. Okay. So he was like athlete. Was he a professional athlete? He was He was at one point a semi-professional baseball player or whatever they call semi, that. I don't like know anything minor about league? sports. Yeah, minor leagues. Okay. I like yeah. that you called it
1: semi-professional. That, that
2: just shows how much I know <laughs> about sports.
1: I'm like... Do you count minor league baseball players, Gwickman, as pro athletes? Uh, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. That, then that would be a semi-professional.
0: That's a se- he's a semi.
1: See, he's a semi except they make less money than 7-eleven employees but he but he had family <laughs> money
0: ju- I almost just joked. I'm
1: sorry it's, so it's true okay, okay so, so so you're dating so, a minor ex- league baseball player so, with family money yeah okay and
2: so so I'm like all right we're I have to be here until my clothes dry sure so I'm like all right let, let me just initiate some sex get it going and I timed everything out so that I would have my orgasm just when the laundry was drying. And so I. How
1: the fuck do you time?
2: I just knew. I know my body. I know how things work. Okay, I can time it out. And so um, in the midst of us having sex, I turned to him and I'm like, by the way, this is the last time we're ever going to do this he's like what are you talking about I'm like I'm done with you after while you're this. fucking it, yeah while we're fucking he's inside me and I'm like
1: and wow he, yeah you broke up with him while his dick was in yes you. I did I did that's one that's nice way to let him
0: go <laughs> that's amazing
1: that's kind of because they're not going to argue because <laughs> you know like, when a guy's like when a guy's really turned on and he hasn't come yet he'll do anything you right. say and he'll go along with anything, yeah. anything you say That's
2: it's yeah, true absolutely. he was
1: like that's actually the best time to ever break any kind that's of news a great
2: to idea anyone. yeah that's,
0: but- how I, that's how I ended up with this haircut <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you would break any kind of news To anyone during that time You're like When should I tell him That his mom died I think I'm going to Sit on Hold his on. dick And then tell him There her. you go That's super depressing
0: That's how politics Should be handled <laughs> <laughs>
2: You didn't win the election. But no, that's a great way for doctors to break news. Yeah. Oh,
0: <laughs> Could like- you imagine? It's
2: terminal. No, it's okay. Five more, you know, <laughs> <laughs> couple more strokes.
0: <laughs> so you
2: tell him so, while you're fucking. So I tell him, and, and then he's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, I'm serious. And we're like still like moving. We're like still going at it. He's, I'm like shrooning the moment. He's like, I'm like, and he kept, tra- he kept trying to have a dialogue with me. I'm like, dude, we're having sex just settle down so then I didn't even let him come I had more my orgasm hopped off threw on my clothes went to the dryer packed all my stuff and I and I I was just leaving I was like you're crazy and you're a vile human being and I never want anything to do with you and as I'm walking to my car I'm like oh my god
1: I'm the crazy one
0: (laughs) Wow. And that was
1: how we broke up. That's a great breakup story. I've definitely, I've never broken up with anyone during sex. Have you? No. Right after.
0: Yeah. I think so. <laughs> right after, I think I've broken up with somebody like right after. Sex.
1: I have right after too. Yeah, but I mean, let's not. But that's really when your on head clears
0: out you're for like, men. You're like, who is this person?
1: <laughs> that's so I, funny. What,
0: why am I fucking Janet Reno? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's so funny because a guy that I will never forget. There was a guy that I was hooking up with, and he was like, you know, Kate. The moment after a man comes for like two minutes is the clearest moment of his life like anything a guy says to you after he comes for the first like two or three minutes he goes that is the only shit you can trust that will ever come out of his mouth
0: 100% because
1: they're thinking so clearly it's the only time their brain isn't clouded at all with like I want to get fucked I want to get fucked that's when they'll pay for your uber
0: <laughs> That's when you should ask. You Who are you dating?
1: <laughs> so wait, though. But you're That's kind really... of like acting like you're not dating anyone now. But let's talk about your current situation because oh God. I find this situation so fascinating. But there's no definition to this situation. You say there's no. Okay, quick, Matt. Yeah, please. Here's her situation. Okay, she's hanging out with a guy. They're friends. They have sex. They go to a dinners occasionally. He comes with her to shows, but she doesn't call it dating. I'm trying to figure out how that's not dating.
2: Well, we've never discussed, we've never really called it anything. And, and I like him, and he's my friend, and I, I like having sex with him, and I just don't, like, I don't...
0: How long have you guys been friends?
2: I don't know. Oh, God, like six months maybe? Not that long oh, at not all. That
0: long, not that not how, long. How long after you guys became friends did you guys have sex?
2: Um five i mean like four or five months i guess after we met
0: oh so you were friends for four or five months kind of and then you had sex yeah well you know but they also
1: they don't just have sex they go out they go out you guys go do yeah we talk yeah yeah
0: well you know that's the organic way of starting a relationship i guess remember
1: how you were talking about how men don't court women he yeah. was courting you. That's him oh, courting. I guess it was, it was him courting you. I guess that's him courting me.
2: I didn't think of it. Because I'm so used to like the structured dating. Like where that's probably that's why I'm like people don't date anymore. I'm used to like where someone calls and says, OK, I'm going to pick you up at so and so time. I have reservations at this restaurant. Does that work for you?
0: Yeah, well, what you're doing right now seems like the plot of a 90s movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, it seems like what people were doing. If, like, this was a movie, it'd be like Ethan Hawke mm. would be the guy, you know, and he'd yeah, be he's like, definitely
1: not yeah, Ethan We're just having, you know, we're just having a good time,
0: you know? Like, she's my friend that I like having sex with. That seems like how it would be. If <laughs> we don't it was need to a, define it. We don't need to define it, you know? And then when you guys finally do define it, then it's like, There's like love. If there's love involved, then that's when I guess a relationship.
2: Do you think you love him? I mean,. Well, like I love everyone, you know. Like, oh my it's, god. like, <laughs> like I, I, don't, you know, Jesus. I don't, like, I don't think like that. Yeah, you know, like, I, no, I mean, do you love him the same like, way? In you... love with him? I don't know. I'm asking. No, do I you... don't know. I don't know if that's real. Like, I feel like being in love is not a real concept. That you're just taking this person and making them like your god.
1: I wonder that too. Do you know, you think like Cookman? I don't think it's. What,
0: that love doesn't exist? <laughs> no, no, I no, think no. that you can love people, but you know, like
2: in love, that idea that you're obsessed with this person. I think, I don't know, it's just that concept to me, it always brings out the worst in people. And then they become, they. they it's like that obsession with that other
1: person. It is interesting because I'm thinking like my ex-husband, I definitely loved, like loved, right? Yeah. But then I think about some of my closest friends. And the, the kind of love I felt for my ex-husband is really no different than the kind of love I felt for, like, my closest friends and family. Like, I would do anything for them. Like, I would take a bullet for them. Like, I love them. But it's not the same as, like, that obsessive, infatuated feeling that I get with guys that I have, like, crazy hot chemistry with or that, like, really excite me. So I think maybe sometimes I confuse, like, being in love with, like, that crazy hot, chemistry feeling as opposed to like loving some like do you think there's a difference between the way you love your girlfriend right and the way you love like your closest guy friend besides fucking
0: yeah well I think that like you love people who are a part of your life and are there for you you know as you like as you kind of grow and like you know like there's like people that you care about like you care about them and caring about somebody uh you know and love is a very like thin line like right. you start you know you care about someone and their well-being and then they care about you and you care about each other enough that you end up you know being in love like i think that's part of that and i think uh i don't know i mean it's it, you know it's kind of weird like i me and my girlfriend when we started together we just we really really liked each other a mm-hmm. lot and then the longer we spent together The then, like, we, like, fell in love and, like, became a couple and, like, love each other. And, like, we're supportive and, like, do everything for each other. But it's, like, you know, there's all sorts of, like, shit that happens that's, like, really, you know, when you're with somebody for so long, you're going to end up, like... Doing shit sometimes that's that's wrong. You're gonna make mistakes and you're gonna hurt them by accident and do things that are stupid or say things that are stupid. How you long know. have you guys
1: been together again? Four
0: years. Almost so, four years.
1: So definitely like the love that you feel for her now though is like, does it feel similar to like the way you would love like I mean, this is A gonna friend, sound like your mom?
0: Um, no, 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 different. It's a different kind of love. It's a different d- So different I was kind definitely
1: married to the wrong person. <laughs> well, are you
2: closer to her than anyone else?
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: I guess that's what in love is. I mean, like, we're like... She's like your best, best, friend. She's like best my friend. Like, she best friend. She knows everything she about knows you. She knows
0: everything about me. When you go to, like, Bert. a
2: restaurant, she's going to know what you're going to order.
0: Yeah, like, she's... She's definitely the person I can count on the most, no matter what. Like she's like that. But it's like it definitely has taken we were friends for four years before we started getting together. Four
1: years they were friends. Can you believe that? Before they She'd come
0: here to the improv and watch me do stand-up and I'd be like, Hey, you wanna go out for dinner? And she'd be like, uh no, you're a giant whore. (laughs) <laughs> like I just watched her set. You're oh. a crazy person. We're never so I mean you the fact' whoring for her, yeah, like I stopped I, like. so it does ended, happen. Like, How did it
2: happen? How did you guys start dating?
0: Well, we just uh like I asked her out a bunch of times. She said I asked her out thirty something times, and, and she then said you no. Her. Yeah, and then I drugged her. <laughs> <laughs> Threw in my trunk. I have to
1: say, you guys defied <laughs> the her. odds. Like like most girls that are friends with a guy for three or four years, we are never yeah, up with you. Yeah, you no. are so in the so friend gross. zone. Yeah, because yeah, you no, know all the-, the ins and outs, and you're like, oh, Well, and you just stop seeing them. Don't you just stop seeing them as like a, yeah, sexual, a being? sexual thing? Yeah, they're not a sexual thing.
2: Yeah.
0: It, it, we, we kind of just like, I, you know, it was real weird. It was like I was always super, super into her, and she was not, you know— into me like you you could just tell like it just was like i could tell there was something but like i couldn't figure out what it was I, i didn't know i didn't know how to make it happen and then uh uh we hung out one night and uh oh no i uh we had talked a bunch she had been dating some guy uh on and off that ended and then uh it was like a month later she was kind of like we, I, I asked her if she'd come with me to my friend's grandparents' Christmas party that I had to go to, and to go to like my friend's grandparents' <laughs> sexy. Like the yeah, I was like, <laughs> "Hey, will you come with me to this awful thing that I have to go to?" And she like came with me, like just because she had nothing else to do. Like we went together, and then she watched me out of my element, dealing with like old people and dealing with like that people made her I like don't you. know. ah. And she was like, "Oh, he's like really a nice person, and not." Just some comic. Like she, she saw like
2: a different facet of your personality. Yeah, she That's saw a different version like... of me,
0: and I think that because then, literally, like a like two days later, she called me and was like, "Hey, you uh, want to come over and uh, hang out?" And I was like, "What?" Uh, and then and then uh, we like decided when I came over, there was definitely some interest and in, like something kind of kind of brewing. And then I asked her if she wanted to be in a relationship with me, and then I was like, "I'm done." With that trying day. to date, I was like I'm done with trying to date other people I just want to be with you If you just want to be with me Then let's fucking make a go of it And then and then we did
1: It's good advice for our listeners If you've been in the friend zone for a while with a chick To, to, yeah. to, to like maybe take them somewhere <laughs> so Where there's geriatrics see- <laughs> Yeah well d- <laughs> Right or if she wants yeah. kids I always say like a great way to make a woman Be super into you Is take her somewhere where there's little kids So she sees how good you are with kids Because if she wants kids Right In the back of her brain there will be a little thing that's like oh wouldn't
2: that make you like a pedophile well
1: like, we, 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 like <laughs> hey let's go
2: hang out at a at like a playground and be like let's just watch the kids i know but like, like if parents are like pulling them away
1: from you
0: if somebody if, if like let's say <laughs> like let's a family say, member's
1: like, birthday party or something like invite her with you to like your cousin's kid's birthday <laughs>
0: yeah like well like if like a girl well like if, if you're Chuckie dating G's. somebody <laughs> <laughs> but if you're, if you're dating somebody and they've only seen you as like the bouncer at right, the nightclub, right. then like go somewhere, like take her to, right. to a to go paint at like a paint shop, like I don't know, like take. I her would somewhere. volunteer
1: somewhere.
2: Yeah, go and go really like, play it. Hey, out. Hey, you want to
0: come to a charity a charity? Ooh, charity! Uh, event. A charity event or something. Want
1: to be a candy striper with me for the day? Yeah, and
0: then they see you in a different light. They see, see a different side of your uh, personality <laughs> completely. That's completely. a really good
1: idea because you know if strip club guy turned around next week and was like you should come with me to like my son's baseball game like i would probably forget the whole strip club thing
0: yeah probably you
1: know i'm going to let him know
0: <laughs> maybe maybe not <laughs> i don't know
1: and then i show up at the baseball game there's six strippers there <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen. We are going to bring in our next guest. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Okay, guys, we are super, super excited because we have a phenomenal guest today that mm-hmm. is uh, is a really, really big deal. Yes. We are, and she looks absolutely gorgeous. Amazing.
1: She's she just walked in. I'm like, and we have supermodels. Today. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> supermodel day. Uh, on New York
0: Dance. Times best selling author who wrote the book Hiding from Reality. Uh, she's about to go on a massive speaking tour all about relationships from the Real Housewives at Beverly Hills, ladies and gentlemen, Taylor Armstrong. Yeah. Thank you, thank
3: you, thank you. I'm gonna hang out here all day if you guys are this nice.
0: <laughs> we just give compliments the whole show. That's
3: it's all we perfect. do. Really. It's perfect. I'm never leaving.
0: You I look love great. It. Yeah, no, but phenomenal. And, and she
1: smells good. She mixes her own perfume. She walked in. I'm like, what are you wearing? She's like, it's a mix. I'm like, you're amazing. <laughs>
0: You're
3: amazing,
0: I love you. You're amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> oh. What What's been happening with you in your life? What's been going on recently?
3: Well, so much has gone on since I left kind of the middle of Beverly Hills and all of the chaos in my life. As many people know, I was in an abusive marriage and then that ended in suicide and I decided to take my little girl and take her out of LA for a while and get away from the action and we have been living in Vail, Colorado. Oh. Wow. I love wow. Skiing I love and snowboarding and just bonding again as a family away from all the hustle and bustle and just breathing for a while
0: yeah that is a such a relief especially a, you know that is such a vacation and kind of a a, a solid move away from especially a place like vale. this. That's like a great
1: place to go that's just relaxing and beautiful.
3: How old is she, your daughter? So she's nine now, but when we first started the show, she turned four in season one of Beverly Hills. So she's grown quite a bit. When people see her, it's real evident how how long the show's been on the air at this point. So she's great. And in the interim, I had fallen in love and got engaged. And so we're married now. We got married. Wow. Oh, (laughs) muzzle tov. A lot can happen in a few years. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we got married on David Tuteri as celebrations, because I'm a moth to a flame and cannot stay away from a television camera for some reason. <laughs> I mean, nothing wrong with that. Why yeah. not? No, that's But I great. thought it was great to share with people who had seen what tragedy we had in our lives to yeah, see us then getting married and seeing the next chapter. And, and so that was also a great time in Vail for Kennedy and John to bond and for us to become a family. And now we're back.
0: Wow. Amazing.
3: How
1: inspirational that you got out of an abusive relationship, I mean, and into something that's healthy for you. Like, is this relationship, what is he like, the guy that you married now?
3: He's amazing. Everyone should have a John. If I would have known that people like John existed and that relationships could be so healthy, I would have not been with pretty much anyone in my life up until now. (laughs) 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 I've been through a few. (laughs) I mean, I just
1: think it's so... Because, I mean, there's so many women out there that have been in abusive relationships that probably think that there's no hope to ever find someone that will treat them well or no hope to
3: ever find, like, love and happiness. I I would think. So that's... Your story is so inspirational. Thank you. Well, you know, the great thing I got so lucky because John and I were friends before. So there was a level of trust there. And I I don't know that I would have ever trusted another man again because there was so much that unfolded after my former husband's death that I didn't know was actually happening in my life. Things because of a lot of financial control that occurs in abusive relationships. I didn't have any access to our finances. I didn't really know what was going on until all the cards started to fall after the death. So if I wouldn't have had that basis of trust with John, I'm not sure that I could have ever moved forward.
0: Wow! What kind of stuff you know? What kind of stuff was revealed after you guys uh, you know, after that happened?
3: Well, uh, I wrote all about it in Hiding from Reality. Just things like um, again with the financial control, I didn't have access to our bank accounts. I had a black card; I could spend whatever I wanted, but that's a form of control as well because the abuser can then go on the on the internet and see exactly where you've been all day, right. every day. Right? You know? they're, like
1: tracking you? It,
3: totally. Oh, yeah. It's a great tracking device. Yeah. I mean, I'm not encouraging it. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> wow! But, um, so I d- even trying to get in into the bank accounts. They didn't have my name on them. We had an offshore asset protection trust in the Cook Islands that supposedly had $14 million in it. It took a a team of attorneys months to crack it, and it was empty. Oh, wow. Um, Every time I turned around, something wasn't what I thought. So there's a lot of lies. A lot of lies, and I I, um, I joke now that um, I was afraid that I was going to be driving my Mercedes down the street and the sides were going to fall off, and it was really like a Kia underneath. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, every day it was something new that I was like, Wait, how have we been living in Bel Air? How has my daughter been going to private school? Like, how has all this even been working? Oh, that's so funny. So, yeah. Wow. I mean, I can laugh about it now, but at the sure. time, it was
0: a little stressful. Yeah. I can imagine. That's kind of terrifying. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one
3: of the main reasons that women stay in abusive relationships is they're terrified of if they're, a, especially if they're a mom that's never worked, they've got multiple children. Child care is outrageous for, for anyone to afford and private schools and all of the things that come along with that. It's scary to go out there on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't imagine. I can't
0: imagine. That's when you're in an abusive relationship too, like you don't always realize how bad it is until you're out of it. And then you can kind of, then you have, you know, perspective to be able to look back at it. Like, did you, when you were in the relationship, did you know that it was bad
3: That's an interesting question. When I first saw season one of Real Housewives, um, really seeing myself on the show is when I started to think, wow, we look really effed up. I mean, you can tell that our relationship was not healthy. When you would see us even in a room together, it was just a lot of awkwardness. And I had just become like a ghost of the girl that I used to be. I used to laugh all the time, and I just Mm -hmm. became kind of this stepford, Stepford Wife person. When I saw myself on the show, I was like, I don't even like her you know and and one of my friends called me who I've known for 20 years and he said what's going on in your life because that's not you on that show and I don't I don't know what's going on but you need to figure it out and so it was kind of revealing to me just to watch my own reality
0: yeah absolutely that you know having a reality show probably really helped in this in this case yeah you know
3: well, a lot of people ask me, you know, why would you go on a reality show when you knew what was happening behind closed doors? And I wasn't cognizant of it at the, at the time, but in looking back, I think, I think that I thought the cameras would probably provide me some protection mm-hmm. because people don't act out at the mall. They act out at home behind closed doors. Right. So when there's cameras and lights and you have your life being documented, it makes it a little bit more difficult for someone to be abusive or out of control.
0: Oh my God. That's amazing. I actually, I have a a friend of mine, a longtime friend who's very kind of abusive and kind of a bad, she's just real bad at like dealing with people. And uh, I I started noticing that when she was in, in this relationship, I could kind of see around people like around our friends and stuff she was like super nice and super easy going but then I knew the second that she was away from all, all of us that's when all like the problems were happening and it's it's, it was kind of it's kind of nerve-wracking you mean
1: you knew when she was in a relationship because she would be a little nicer around you yeah. guys so you knew that she was taking it out I knew somewhere that
0: she, else I, yeah and it was really scary like it was kind of a, it was kind okay. of like when she'd show up to hang out and she was like oh my god hey everybody how's everyone doing we're having like the best time isn't this fun I'd be like oh god <laughs> Someone else Some is getting guy. it. Some poor guy is having, like, the worst time at home right now. Totally, yeah. Oh, my God. So how did this start? How did you end up on the show? Like, how did this... Yes, I'm curious. How did this all begin? Yeah.
3: Well, um, you know, in looking back, I, I was kind of a whirlwind they had a lot of women that they were interviewing different groups of women and my name I guess came up a few times I was really good friends with Adrian Malouf at the time our kids were in mommy and me together and she had gone in so my name came up through her and then my hairdresser was trying to look for people for them and I, I don't even know how I, I ended up on the casting couch so to speak but um I just ended up there and the casting process took a really long time like almost a year oh wow, wow. Yeah. so um, but the girls were all in Intertwined in one way or another, the original six of us.
0: Really? Yeah. So you all kind of knew each other a little bit.
3: Or or one person away, so there was a connection. So Adrian and I were really close. Lisa lived across the street from Adrian. One of my close friends was friends with Kelsey and Camille. I had met (laughs) Kyle through another friend just briefly. I didn't know Kim at the time, but clearly they're sisters. So there was a connection, just enough to get us all fired
0: up. That's amazing. I was actually on the show. Did you know that I came and did an episode of your show at one time? It was uh uh the the Maloofs have the vodka, right? Is that their company?
3: Everybody on Housewives has a vodka <laughs> now. Wait, wait, wait.
0: <laughs> who, who, wait, who has the who has the. Oh, they did an episode where... Was it Zing? Yeah, Zing Vodka.
3: Wow, that's Look impressive. Look I, I was like, that's, wh-
0: which that's one? That's the right? I am a right? gay
3: man in yeah. a lady's body.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she really
1: is.
3: <laughs> yes, the Zing event. And was it a fashion show too? It, when she was launching was at, the shoe line and the vodka at the same time?
0: <laughs> no, it was at their house. Hilarious. It was at, at a house. Mm-hmm. I think it was their house. Right. but I mean, It was enormous. It was this enormous giant house And uh, I showed up, I got invited to come, I walk in, there was a carpet, and then there was, like, uh, models that were, like, out in the backyard, and they were dressed up like like posing as like sculptures. Yes. Yes. LA
1: is so weird. Oh my yeah. God. No,
0: it was the most amazing thing because they had this giant tree in the backyard yes. and in the tree was all these models right. in the tree, right? Right. So um, uh, while I'm standing there, uh, I'm like looking up at the tree and looking at all these people. I'm having a drink and looking at all this stuff and uh, I noticed that one guy in the tree is a little... Heavier than everybody else. And like he's like he's, so he
3: is all look I remember I know yeah. I know exactly what you're gonna tell, but yeah. he's all covered in leaves and he looks like a part of the tree. Right. The
0: tree of models.
3: Yes. <laughs> Okay. Except for the one in the middle Except for the one right. guy Which is right. Dr. Paul Nassif Who's now unbotched With Dr. Terry Dubrow
0: Right, right, right And he was he married <laughs> to someone on the show He was married
3: time? to Adrian And the cute thing I love Paul But the, the funny thing is We always called Paul The seventh housewife Because Paul <laughs> loves himself a camera I'm just oh, gonna hilarious. tell you If there's a camera in the room He's like Trying to juxtaposition Just to get in front of it So now he has his own show So that's good
0: Yeah, good for him <laughs> God bless It was so funny Because when I'm standing there I'm looking up at the tree I'm like Okay, there's one model in this tree. Oh, my God. (laughs)
3: It's like that uh, that electric company or Sesame Street thing. Like, one of these things does not belong.
0: (laughs) Yes, one of these things does not belong. And then right in in there was just an ambush of cameras, and then they were like, they pulled him down out of the tree and and he like, it was like a sure. practical joke. It was hilarious. It's was so like, funny. It's an amazing practical joke.
1: It's so funny because I'm a comedian and I travel a lot and I'll be in like middle America and people are like, L.A. is so
0: weird. Don't you think
1: it's weird? And I'm like, no, it's not that weird at all. It's totally, everyone's normal there. And then you tell stories like, so I'm at this party and there's models in a tree and then there's one <laughs> fat guy in the middle. Like,
0: like this is yeah, the weirdest. It's, so, it's yeah, a weird it's a, town. It's a, it's, a, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. Well, <laughs> weird. Here's the best part. The old, There was only uh three people invited to the party that were not that were like yeah like, how did you act, get like invited actor to the people it was <laughs> it was me the Rizza from the Wu-Tang clan okay. and and uh meta world peace totally makes sense <laughs> it yeah. was amazing yeah
3: it sounds like my wedding <laughs> so, yeah. my wedding was oh, like so bizarre and my and the funny thing is David Tutera because he planned my wedding, and David is is gay, let's just face that, and I have like tons and tons and tons of gay friends, and at the end of my wedding, my husband is, grew up on a ranch in Cody, Wyoming, so you can only imagine how foreign the whole LA gay tons of friends thing is to him, so... At the end of my wedding, David Tutera says to me, I think you have more gay friends than I do. And I was like, now that is one for the record books. Yes, yes absolutely. great compliment to you, though, because gay men only hang with fabulous women. So <laughs> well, really I'm going to take that then.
1: Well, That's and it's true. the only
2: pure friendship, isn't it? It's fabulous. When you're friends with a gay man. The
1: only pure it's friendship. True.
2: <laughs> if you're friends with a girl, she'll leave you when she has a boyfriend. Friends with a guy, he's going to try to have sex with you at some point. <laughs> Not a gay guy.
3: Totally true. Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah, yeah. and no. I've had the same gay see, gay bestie for like 20 years, and he'll go, princess, I do not like your hair like that. And I'm uh, like, see, honesty is the best policy. So Especially, Especially why you when always you start look look with wreckable. princess. Yes. <laughs> as well, long right. as you lead with princess. It's like my girlfriend from you the South. She says, as long as you say bless her heart. You can say anything in front of it. That's so true. That little
1: whore, bless her heart. So true. Now, can I ask you, okay, your first marriage, how, how old were you when you got married the first time? 34. So you dated quite a bit then before the first husband.
3: Absolutely. Do you
1: have, can you tell us like the worst date story you can remember the worst date you ever went on?
3: I can tell you the weirdest date. It was like the most it was just like a shocking date to me. So I'm I was clearly single, and I my one of my friends, my gay bestie, lived in this really chic high rise, and this guy moved in who was had just got divorced. He's like super hot, ran a big company in San Francisco, like everything was adding up, and I would see him in the gym all the time because I would I was visiting my friend, and so finally we kind of got to talking, he asked me out on a date. I'm thinking this guy's hot, this could work out really well. He shows up at a fine dining restaurant in red Converse high tops and sh- like long shorts like like you wear when you're in the NBA. Like long. Oh, God. Long.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Capris. I'm
3: like capris. Like I'm trying to just kind of move past. It was completely inappropriate for the restaurant. So I'm just trying to move past it. And then I'm talking with him. And he starts saying things like, okie dokie, Smokey. And I'm like... What the... What? I don't... Oh, no, people don't Was talk. he
2: mentally handicapped?
3: <laughs> <laughs> he was a totally normal businessman, but I guess he'd been married, like, his whole life. And so oh. he was just completely out. Oh, like, he was God. sick. Then he said, beam me up, Scotty. What? Ah, At dinner. <laughs> no! No! I, I, I swear. Oh my and like, god. things like this kept coming out of his mouth. And I was just like literally holding on to the edge of the table because I, I and my face and my neck turn red and my ears when I get embarrassed for other people. And my whole <laughs> face was on fire. I was just sitting there holding the side of the table thinking, please don't say anything else. Like it was horrible. Oh my horrendous. god. Horrendous. Did you stay through the
1: whole meal? I or think, did you start thinking of escape yeah, routes? Yeah. I think
3: I <laughs> ate quickly and left, but it was horrendous. <laughs> oh. But I don't know where the little comments were coming from it was horrible
0: it's like he was taking he was trying to like remember what the cool things are to say on a date but those
3: were never even cool they were (laughs) never
0: cool they were never never cool beam me up Scotty beam me up Scotty But maybe it was
2: code he could have been speaking code like beam me up Scotty might have meant you look beautiful tonight (laughs) right in his
0: mind in his mind he was like I know what this girl's gonna love Star Trek references (laughs) perfect So that always gets the ladies
3: you know I think the worst thing though I was thinking about dating on the way up because I knew that was going to be part of our topic today but is when you stay in a relationship too long mm. and then you like I just remember this one guy I dated for like three years and we had a big trip to the Caribbean plan and I was way way over the relationship but I thought I can't break up with him before the trip because we've had this plan and like <laughs> taking a trip with someone that you're over oh god like, I did that torture the right the, the worst. worst it's the only time you actually cannot enjoy the Caribbean and I remember he was sitting oh. on the edge of the bed Drinking orange juice Talking to me about our day And every time he would swallow Again I was just like Digging my nails in the mattress <laughs> Thinking I'm going to rip His esophagus out Like I can't listen to him Swallow one more time. <laughs> and then you have the flight juice.
1: Back together <laughs> That's the worst And you're like <laughs> oh. Stuck on a plane Oh I would change my seat The worst. Listen to this. I went on a trip with an ex to New York City. Did I tell you this story? No, please. Oh my God. We're in New York City. While we're in New York, we broke up. We should have broken up before we got there, but we were fighting the whole time we were there. So the last day we're there, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. It's over. Like when we get back to LA, come get your crap from my apartment. We're done, right? On the way to the airport, we stopped at a bodega and we get food. I got food poisoning like I've never (laughs) had in my life. Oh my God. So we're on the plane. He's sitting next to me. I'm trying not to talk to him because I'm so mad at him. Like I'm so over him, but I can feel that I'm like starting to get sick. Literally within a half hour of the flight taking off until we landed in LA, a six hour flight. I was in the bathroom, like throwing up for six hours with food poisoning. And this poor guy is like in there with me, like holding my hair back. And like, of course, right. He's like super sweet and taking care of me. We get back to LAX. They put me in a wheelchair. Like I can't even walk. Like I'm so sick. He comes back to my place. So now he's at my place. And I know in my mind, I'm like, I know I have food poisoning and I need him right now. But like the relationship is done. <laughs> like I'm done
0: with Oh him. my god So he
1: wouldn't leave He's like well I'm not gonna leave you Even if you're breaking up with me You're really sick So he stayed for like two days And took care of me And then when I was better I had to be like I know you were really sweet The last few days But it doesn't change The last six months And you need to go oh,
3: <laughs> So I had to kick him out it was so- <laughs> Cold was Cold hearted. Hearted. It sounds
1: really like I'm the awful person here but like <laughs> I had to do it cuz I tried to break up with him so many times and we kept getting back together and it was a battle oh r- but can you imagine 6 hours Oh uh,
0: no I got I, I this was the <laughs> this was a uh, horrible oh. in a different way and uh, I I took uh my lovely girlfriend Taylor who you know I took her to uh Vegas for christmas we went uh, for like this big trip and we had all these shows planned and all this like fun stuff to do and uh, and we got there and i got food poisoning at sushi samba oh, at, let
3: me just say shout that again out sushi <laughs>
0: samba shout out to sushi samba in vegas uh, at the venetian uh, i was sick the all the way through christmas oh my God. i couldn't oh leave my the hotel God. we had to extend our trip for a few days I, because I, I just couldn't leave Ugh. and I was like horribly sick the whole time my dogs were there and I had just we had just gotten my pug my little pug jelly donut dog and um, she, she uh, kept seeing I'd, I'd have the room service bring up glasses of ice water and then she'd walk over and go, Oh, this and would knock it over and just kept spilling all the water. So I was like, had to get, kept getting uh, my girlfriend to go get us more water so that Your I could like, try not to die. Yeah, I ruined Christmas. Okay, but did year. she
3: go to the shows without you?
0: No. Oh, no, she, stayed, so she nice. stayed with me the whole time. That's bad.
1: You owe her still. I know. We <laughs> do. we we'll probably yeah, that girl a diamond.
0: I know. I'm taking her. We're going, we fly to New York tomorrow and I'm taking her for her birthday to uh, Berg, Bergdorf. Goodmans. There, that's there you go. The... Yeah, you better learn oh. how to say it, honey. Yeah, you
3: <laughs> Reading it on that how, credit card statement.
0: How tar- <laughs> how, is that going to be the most That'll terrifying? be four figures at <laughs> least. Yeah, that's, a, that's a very expensive day. I don't that's... know
1: anything. I'm so like, I know nothing. This girl is hilarious because she gives me all my dating advice because I date the guys that will show up in the chucks and the shorts at a restaurant, but I don't mind because I'm just very like, I'm like, oh, I guess he doesn't care about what he's wearing. And like I, I like people that are kind of like outside the box. But Ariel... Ariel's like no well, Kate I mean no because I think I think how they dress and how they act in the
2: beginning is the best they're ever gonna be it's the best you're gonna That's get what, if up. you I mean it's like it's all gonna be downhill from there so if he doesn't have like the decency to text you back or you know whatever it is to, <laughs> or to, to put on a you, jacket to put to, you know to, if, <laughs> to when to he takes you, you to back. a strip
1: club to like give you his full attention
2: <laughs> oh back.
0: god <laughs>
1: You just, <laughs> to be fair, that guy's really good looking.
0: <laughs> oh my.
2: Like I think if a guy doesn't put the napkin on his lap when you get to the table, that's, that's a big Okay, but you're fly. a
1: little extreme. She's like, Kate, he needs to take you to a, the rest kind of restaurant where the server gives you a napkin that matches
3: your <laughs> outfit.
1: And I'm like, what? I didn't even know that. No, a thing. Taylor knows about that.
3: <laughs> well, if you're wearing black, you got to have a black napkin, right? absolutely apparently
1: (laughs) that's the rule i didn't even know that that (laughs) otherwise
3: otherwise when he takes you to the club and the fluorescent lights are on you're gonna have white lint (laughs) all over your black dress there you go (laughs)
1: right so when i get to the strip club later that he takes me to
0: perfect you (laughs) You don't want
1: those strippers to outshine you (laughs) you you missed the beginning of the episode where i talked about a guy that i've been seeing who invited me on a date to a strip club really yeah and then i got there and he tried to hook up with like me and like six other girls Wow, classy. He's, but yeah. he's good looking. But he's good looking. So. <laughs> yeah, wow. Well.
0: Yeah, that Moving doesn't on. really that doesn't really uh, hold up for that long. At some point, at some point, no, 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 no. no it's gonna get weird. <laughs> um,
1: I have one more. Can I ask one more? Yeah, well, mm-hmm. yeah. Ask whatever one more you want. question. Um, because I'm fascinated about this because I was in a relationship for about a year that was really verbally abusive. Never got physical though. But I can still remember it took me after that relationship like six months until I remember one day waking up and being like, wow, I actually kind of feel like myself before that again. Like, I feel like uh, back to normal. And I'm just curious for you because I didn't go to therapy. I'm curious, like, what advice you would give to women getting out of an abusive relationship and how they find their way back to that. Like, how did you find your way back?
3: I did have therapy. Dr. Sophie, who was on the show and did therapy with me on the show, actually, too, um, was definitely there for me. And I credit him with saving my life. You know, my life was definitely in danger at one point. But... Getting out, that's the most dangerous time for a woman because abuse is all about control. And Mm -hmm. the day that you finally walk out and say, I'm done, that can be the most dangerous day because your abuser has now just lost complete control. So I say, make sure you have a very safe exit plan and that you have a strong support system around you. And then from there, it's just a lot of soul searching and keeping those people around you that knew you as the girl you were before and trying to find your way back. I mean, For me, I had to leave. I had to get out of town for a while. This is a really hard, hard town to be real in to begin with. (laughs) So I had to go up onto a mountain and breathe and ski a whole lot and and, uh, just try to figure out what was really important in my life and what things really made me happy. And of course, John has been a huge, huge help. I mean, he couldn't say nicer things about about me every day. And and we both just really try to instill a whole lot of self-esteem in Kennedy so that when someone does say something to her that's negative, you know. You're a slut, or whatever. You know the criticisms that you get when you're with someone verbally abusive. She can say, "Hold on a minute. No, I'm not. I know who I am." And so, just instilling those values in our little ones so that they can grow up and be able to recognize the red flags and walk away.
0: Good yeah. answer. Really good answer. <laughs> I love it.
1: I want to play the more you know music.
0: Yeah. <laughs> as far as um uh, like dating is concerned and stuff like that, and and dating in Hollywood. Have you gone down the the road of, like, dating other, like, you know, w- were there other celebrity type people that you met along the way or that you, you considered dating? Or was it kind of like, you know, kind of trying to, you know, find somebody that was outside the business a little bit?
3: I was so traumatized by my marriage. And my marriage was one of those whirlwind, you know, bad decisions. And I was in it for almost six years. And then... Um, at that time is kind of when I decided to step away from everything. And it was such an awkward position to be in because my whole life played out in the tabloids. And it was on the news when everything happened, Mm -hmm. you know. CNN, the front page of Yahoo, I mean, it was everywhere. So it's not like I'm going to go out and someone's going to just be like, hey, you want to go grab some dinner sometime? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like everything about my life was out there at the time. and, And I just didn't, I wasn't even considering dating. John and I falling in love was a complete surprise. We were doing business together. He was helping me run the two legal firms that were looking for my assets. And I had some litigation I was dealing with that was left to me Uh, as a gift for my former. And um, so John was running the two litigation teams. And and again, we were doing some business together and we were actually sitting in a restaurant with a sunglass manufacturer. And um, we looked over at each other and all of a sudden it was like this weird, creepy, like things totally changed. And neither of us had really felt it up until that Mm. point. And the, the woman across the table, she said, should I leave? And we were like, no, hilarious!" Oh my God. She picked up on it. She picked up on it like immediately. And we were both like, no, no, no. Why, why would you leave? No, I don't know. Like, it was just like the most awkward thing. That's so funny. It was really funny. That's cute. it, It just hit us all of a sudden. I That's think it was movie.
2: just, I know like a nice, romantic, I happy ending movie, yeah. I know.
3: especially yeah. after everything. It was like, and, and he, then we did couples therapy, of course, again, moth to a flame. So he gave me, um, presented me with three matching necklaces that he had made for Kennedy and, and us and adoption papers for her On the oh, show God. I just got you. Oh, I like, Even amazing. before we got married Isn't that sweet? That's
0: oh my amazing. God. That is yeah. amazing What a great guy
3: He's a great one Wow, you're lucky I
0: know Have oh, there be-
3: Finally Yeah, oh, no, I seriously you I need to start hanging
1: out it. around law firms mm. and shit Seriously
0: <laughs> Oh, you're such a sweet person, and Aww. you really deserve to have that happening for yeah. you, so that's so wonderful.
1: Thank you so much. Wait, but Thank before you. your first husband, when you were dating, where were you living? Were you dating in LA before...
3: Um, now, just briefly, I dated someone in LA, but it was just kind of a dating, fun
0: thing, meeting people oh, okay. that wasn't... Was you know. it Corey Feldman? I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> it no, wasn't I mean. it all been there. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? No. Now no. let's talk about that. <laughs> That's a different episode. <laughs>
3: yes. You know, I try to just, I say, and it's all about the self-esteem thing to me. When I go out, I like to speak to colleges and universities about healthy relationships because I think, you know, you move out of your parents' house, it's the first time that you can really screw up. You don't have someone there looking at the people you're Dating, there's a lot of alcohol involved. You do things before you want to. I did them all, and um. I, you know, I look back and I had an abusive uh, father in my house when I was little and those statistically you mm-hmm. end up m- much, much more likely to be abused later or, or to be an abuser. And I'm pretty much just a psychology one one textbook the whole way through. I had serial monogamous relationships way too early. My boyfriend in sixth grade moved away and I thought that my life was over and I should throw myself in front of a bus because wow. he was the one. Oh my <laughs> you know? God. We have so
1: much in common. <laughs> I feel like I'm looking in a mirror right now. (laughs) Well, I just,
3: I, you know, I was always trying to fill a void that I didn't, I hadn't had filled in my life by my father or whomever. I'm not pointing any blame, but if I would have had self esteem, I wouldn't have always had to have a boyfriend. And it was always devastating when we broke up and they were always way too long of relationships. And those are all red flags. You know, if my daughter started dating someone for two years in sixth grade, we'd be having some words about it for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Good point. It's a good point. Yeah. yeah it's a little yeah. young. <laughs>
0: yeah, that that is. That is a little young.
1: <laughs> oh. Well, wow. This this oh, has wow. been amazing. I did yeah, the flew- time flew.
0: Yeah, seriously. Oh, I just I just want to hang out and talk about more stuff. Hey, one one last thing real quick. Have there been uh, because I know you've been on a couple different shows. I know that you get you've gone in and done other reality shows like Mm -hmm. other shows besides Housewives. Is there a show that they've asked you to do that you have said no to number one? And number two, is there a show that you have not done that you would like to do?
3: Well, I get asked to do all of them Because I'm a complete drama queen i mean, they're laughing or crying or screaming So they're always like, oh, get her Because she's always good for a good cry um, so, Well, they asked John and I To do Celebrity Wife Swap Like five minutes after we got married And I was like, this seems like a bad
1: idea Oh my god,
3: thank god I, I, don't, I don't think our five minute old marriage Is ready for Celebrity yeah. wife swap. Maybe not And as far as ones I would do My gosh, that's kind of a hard one I think it would be fun to do a a big competition show, you know, Celebrity Apprentice, something like that. Yeah, you'd be
2: good on Dancing Dancing
1: with the Stars. With the stars. Oh, Dancing with the Stars would kill be great. Race. You would yeah. kill it. and on I that was show. a
3: gymnast and cheerleader growing up, so it'd be perfect. And she'd look
0: great in the yeah, ball gown. That's ground. what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. let's get her on the I show. Think that could happen. That could happen.
3: Let's, let's start. And a plus, campaign. all those guys are so like fit, and yeah, yeah. and yeah. everybody gets in awesome shape when they're on Dancing with the Stars. So there's yeah. a lot of benefits there. Well, I like There's nowhere I agree. It's like a boot camp.
1: Yeah, doesn't get you can't get in better shape than
3: you are right
0: now. seriously. Sweet. I'm like, Thank where you. is
1: she going? What is she taking? I, I believe it. she already
0: won Dancing with the Stars. You can just give her the trophy. <laughs> give her the that's trophy. So yeah. nice. Yeah. You uh. know, I, I did. A, I did Cupcake Wars, which was like the funnest reality show I've ever been on in my life. They they just handed they just give you cupcakes and you have to tell tell them if they're good or not. Like, yeah, I did. That's this. a show. <laughs> that's a show. <laughs> Cupcake Wars It's a real show It's on the Food Network I've seen
3: it Um, Yeah I did Top Chef Just desserts And it was the same thing And it was just like They just kept bringing you sugar
0: yeah, and you're like, uh, oh, like by the end of it, you're kind of like, I would do anything for a sandwich. <laughs> exactly. I would eat a chicken breast, like you, or a salad, like you would not believe right now. <laughs> That's you, so funny. Is there a dessert that it's just like a Caesar salad? Is that a dessert? Because <laughs> I'll oh have that. Um, listen, we had, we are so happy that you came and did the show and that yeah, you talk blast. to us. You're incredible, and your story is such amazing a sweetheart. And, and your things. sweetheart.
3: Yeah, you guys are a blast. A... Thanks for having me. And it's National Domestic Violence Awareness Month, so thank you for letting me it be is. here and talk about domestic abuse. Oh. <laughs> (laughs) Of course course. course. Tell
1: people where they can find you On social media Do you Um, do that?
3: Yep Twitter at Taylor Armstrong And Instagram at Taylor Armstrong That's easy I like to keep it simple
1: (laughs) (laughs) I
2: like that Ariel what about you? Uh, Twitter is Iranian mermaid, and Instagram <laughs> is Ariel's not a mermaid. I like to contradict
1: myself. <laughs> 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 well, you know you can find me at Kate Q Funny and Glickman.
0: Uh, Stephen Glickman, S T P H E N Glickman at uh, Twitter and Instagram.
1: This was so fun. Thank you guys again for being here. Thank you guys. Thanks Thanks listen every Friday to Date Fairs. Date
0: Bye do on so get, get out get out get out get out, get out, get out, get out. out cause I'm breaking and my soul is shaking